Well, good morning, Fellowship family. Would you stand together? Merry Christmas. Let's celebrate Jesus together this morning. Joy to the world, let's go.
Fellowship family, you can be seated. Well, good morning, Fellowship family. How are we doing this morning? All right, all right. I know it's 9 o'clock. We may not have had our coffee, but we all know you're going to be up at 6 o'clock tomorrow. How are we doing this morning? That's good. That's good. If you haven't had your coffee, we actually have some in the foyer. Yes, so it, there's it is no excuse this so morning. So good. It's okay. No excuse. It does its purpose. But it hey, does. today's a little bit different of a service, and so we're going to start off a little bit differently. And so I'm going to need your help. Kids, I'm going to need your help, and I'm going to give you permission to yell, all right? If you're looking at your parents like, is this a trap? This is not a trap. <laughs> you can yell. So on the count of three, I want to hear everyone. I want to hear what you want for Christmas, all right? One, two, three. <laughs> I think I heard a bike, maybe, maybe a Barbie doll. I have no clue, but you may be wondering, Chance. Why did you ask that? Well, if some of you are like me, you're a last-minute Christmas shopper. So parents, go ahead, write that down if it's not too late. Walmart <laughs> closes at 6 o'clock, I think. Probably. But speaking of gifts, Abby, I think we've got something called the gift going on in our church life. We sure do. And Fellowship, as we celebrate this season of giving and receiving, we want to say thank you to you. We thank you for the gift that you give to Fellowship. In fact, we would not be here. We cannot do what we do and celebrate the gift of Christ on this Christmas Eve if it weren't for the generous giving that you guys do for our church, not just during the giving season, but all year. So Fellowship, thank you so, so much. And we are about to pass the offering plate. And as we do that, we just want to take this time to remember the gift of Christ. It is such a blessing. It's such a joy that we get to be here together with you to celebrate that, to remember what our great God has done for us and the gift that he has given. And that's what it's ultimately all about. The giving that we do at the end of the day, all of it points us back to Christ. All of us remember together the gift of Jesus. So again, we thank you for your generous donations, but ultimately we pray that this morning, that tomorrow as you're with your families, that everything points us back to the remembrance of the great gift of Christ. So Fellowship, thank you. We love you. Kids, we're so excited that you're here with us this morning. We're so excited that you guys have your glow sticks and that you're ready to go. Do you, have you already cracked them? If you already cracked your glow stick, hold it up. Hold it up for us this morning. If you haven't cracked it, you guys better get to work because I think Keith's going to have you pull those out anytime, anytime. He loves to see it from up here. But Fellowship, we love you. We're so glad you're here. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
Well, uh, good morning, Fellowship. Uh, we're the Maynard family, and we're here to uh, uh, light the uh, love uh, candle. But first, let me introduce us. Uh, I'm Ryan, uh, my wife, Robin. Uh, we have five children, uh, Seth, Ava, uh, in the middle, Deacon, and we have Zoe and Riley. Uh, and so right now, Ava will read out of uh, Luke chapter 2. This is Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Now Deacon will light the love candle. family let's continue to worship Jesus this morning what a what a message that we've been given amen the power of the gospel the power is in the gospel and what a message and what a hope that we have for this world amen sing it with me if you know it while shepherds kept their watching while shepherds kept their watching or silent flocks by night behold heavens there shone a holy light the shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angels chorus that held our Savior's word that held our Savior's
needs a big announcement, right? I mean, when people get married, when people have children, when you get a new job, when you graduate from school, when you win a big game, big victories, they need big announcements. When we have something big happen in our life, we want to tell everyone. And apparently, God felt the same way about the birth of his son. Because when his son was born, he literally sent an army of angels to make the announcement. Let's read about it in Luke chapter 2. Continuing on from where we read earlier. In Luke chapter 2 verse 8 we read, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. You know, for the announcement of the biggest event that's ever happened in the history of the world, God chose a surprising audience. Shepherds who lived out in their fields, that word lived is important. They didn't work out in the field, they lived out in the field. They had to be there day and night. Anybody in here been camping? Okay, anybody in here been camping for a week? Okay, people get a little less clean after a few days camping. Okay, that's how they live their lives. Now, everything about worship and about God, it didn't happen out in the fields where the shepherds were. It happened in the city at a place called the temple. And the shepherds, they had to live far away from that. That was what their job was. They weren't bad people. They were respected people, but they weren't special people. And God showed up to them to tell them the good news. It actually says that the glory of the Lord was shining around them. The glory of the Lord is this idea that we see throughout the Bible when God is with people, when he shows up in a powerful way, there's like this bright light that shines that says God is here. And you know where the glory of the Lord showed up throughout the Old Testament with Israel? It showed up at his temple where all the religious people were. And then we didn't see the glory of the Lord for 400 years. And the next time it shows up is not in the temple, but out in the field with these shepherds. Why? Because what was happening wasn't just for the religious people. What was happening was for everyone. That's what the shepherds said. When they made the announcement, they said, we bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people, not just special people, but everyone. Hey, have you ever received a gift that it was for you, but it actually brought joy to everyone in your family? Hey, turn right now to the people that are with you, and if you can think of a time that there was a gift given that brought everybody happiness, not just the person who received it, tell them about it. I mean it, seriously, turn right now and talk about it. What present brought everybody happiness? All right, let's see how my classroom management skills work here. 
Hey, does anybody have one they want to shout out? Just tell me about a gift. Yeah. Say again, a video game. Everybody got to play and enjoy that. What else? Oh, a family. Family's a great joy that you get to share with everybody. Any trampolines in here? Trampolines are a party for everybody, right? Okay, a few years ago for my daughter's birthday, she received a gift that was joy for the entire family, and it was this guy. I mean, right? I mean, instantly when Axe came into our lives, we call him Axe because he's so scary looking. Can you tell? When Axe came into our lives, he brought joy to every single one of us. We became those crazy dog people who have more pictures of our dog on our phone than anyone else in the family, okay? We obsessively love this guy. We have spoiled any survival instincts out of him. He can't go to sleep at night without a fleece blanket to lie on. He grumbles if he doesn't have fleece, okay? This little guy brought joy to all of us. The shepherd said that what was given this night that Jesus was born was going to bring joy to everyone. Why? Well, they explain. They say, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. The reason Jesus is going to bring everybody joy is because he's a Savior. That word means like a rescuer. Now, if you think about it, that's kind of a funny thing to say to people. Like to tell them, I've got great news. Someone came to rescue you. What if you don't realize you need to be rescued? I mean, imagine if on Christmas morning, you open up your present and there's a fire extinguisher. You might go like, why did you think I would need this? Or you open it up and there's snake venom antidote. Right? Like to get something like that seems to say, I think you're going to need this at some point. Okay? The angels show up and say, good news, someone came to rescue you. Well, why is it good news to have a rescuer? Whether or not we realize it, we need to be rescued. And that's what the angels knew. The angels knew that we live in a world where bad things happen, where people get sick, where people die, where people hurt each other, where people walk away from each other. And the angels knew that all of the bad things that happen in the world happen because we turned away from God. And we need someone who can bring us back to God and heal our broken world. And the angels were saying, that's who this child is. This child is the person that God has sent who can bring us back to him and heal everything that's broken in our world. And that is good news for everyone. And then we get to see how the shepherds responded to this good news. In verse 15, it says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying God and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The shepherds in this story give us a great picture of how to respond to the gift of Jesus. 
Because every gift that's given has to be received. But it's kind of hard. We don't, like the shepherds, we don't actually get to go see baby Jesus. We don't get to hold him. But we still get to receive him. So a few ways the shepherds responded. First, they believed that what God said was true. When the angels said there's a baby that's been born, they said, okay, let's go see the baby. They told him there was a savior, and the shepherds trusted God's word. The next thing they did is they went to Jesus. They didn't just believe it was true. They acted on it and said, I'm going to go find Jesus. And they went and met him. Third, they told everyone they knew about this incredible gift. And fourth, they praised God. They celebrated and they thanked him for the gift. So question for us this Christmas morning or Christmas Eve today going into tomorrow. How are you going to respond? Yeah, there's a lot of fun things going on and we, we want to celebrate all the gifts and all the lights and all the parties. But how will you respond to Jesus this Christmas? We trust that what God said is true, that we need a rescuer and that he sent the rescuer we need in Jesus. And will you move toward him? We do that by simply trusting that Jesus is our rescuer and choosing to follow him the rest of our life. There would be no better time for your trusting and following Jesus to begin than the time we celebrate the beginning of his life on earth. Trust him, receive him, and tell people about it. You know, sometimes I feel nervous telling people about Jesus. There is no easier time to talk about Jesus than when everybody in the country is singing songs about Jesus, even if they don't realize it. You got people singing Jesus songs on all the radio stations right now who don't even know him. What an incredible opportunity to say, hey, can I tell you what that Christmas song is all about? This is a great time to tell people about Jesus. And fourth, celebrate. Praise God for what he has done. So how will you respond? We have an opportunity right now to celebrate the gift that God has given us to receive in faith and to praise him. So Lord, thank you. Thank you for the gift that you've given that is joy for all of us. You gave us the gift that some of us didn't even realize we needed. So we respond in faith. We trust you and we're seeking to follow you, Lord. And we celebrate in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nick. All right, now's the time. If you haven't cracked your glow stick, crack it now. And uh, just again, Merry Christmas to the Fellowship family. And uh, if this is your first time to gather with us or to worship with us, we want to say a very special welcome to you. Uh, we hope you have a Merry Christmas. And um, another announcement before we sing these last two songs is the prayer room. The Thompsons are in the prayer room. So that's, that's made available. Every Sunday we have somebody in the prayer room to pray for those who would like prayer. So take advantage of that. It's to my left and your right. Let's stand together. Now, we're going to have a moment, but we don't want to have a moment yet. The moment is going to be the third verse, okay? And that's where we're just going to raise them high and sing loud and proud, all right? That's verse three. We'll, we'll, three, we'll cue you, okay? So here we go. Let's sing together. Silent night. 
Can we give these kids a, a hand clap for helping lead us in worship and celebrating Jesus? All right, one more verse, so let's hold them up and let's sing Silent Night together. Here we go. time. Merry Christmas, fellowship family. You're dismissed as you go. Be safe. Have a wonderful holiday, and we'll see you maybe on the 31st. Joy.